Hello, and welcome to the Destructoid UK podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm here with the rest of the Destructoid UK team, so I'm here with Joe Parlock. Hello, everybody. And Vicky Blake. Hello. You're here, hooray, <laughs> woo! Hooray! Yay. And we've got a podcast to record, yeah, so what do we Yay. want to what do we want to talk about this week? Was there anything Brit-centric? British? Um, I didn't check the topic list. Do, do we have a do we have a British story this <laughs> oh, week? Shit. So we're um, as organised as ever. Yeah, also, this is this is what happens. This is what right. happens while I try and play Bloodborne while doing a podcast. I forget all of my duties. Um, God. I'm sure I wrote something with Europe in it. Yeah, but I can't think what it was now. Uh, um, me. Let's have a look. <laughs> that's fine. Shall we? While we have a look, De- uh, Vicky, because you're here, do you want to talk about all of the Destiny news of the week? Wow, it's been a bit of a clusterfuck, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's been a bit of a thing. I'm pretty sure, like, you ended up on the front page of Reddit this week. Um, you, you had something like a third of a million views on one post. Yeah, I feel a bit bad, actually, because Eurogamer did the actual <laughs> hard work and did the actual... You, you, just, you just did some funny, snarky commentary about it. Yeah, exactly, Ended yeah. up on the front I'm of Reddit. Destiny, by the way, not, not our, our wonderful colleagues at Eurogamer. No, it was... Uh, yeah, it was. It has not been a good week for Bungie, I don't think. Uh, for those who aren't aware, um, some details came through about the Taken King, which is the next expansion pack. Uh, the, the well, there's several. I, I could be here all night. Well, it's Destiny, so you know I could do that all night. <laughs> the main bit about it is that the um, the expansion's looking to retail for forty dollars, stroke forty pounds. <laughs> Only... That is not the same amount of money. Can people well, please sort this out? Is I didn't think that would be the big thing you'd be upset <laughs> no, about. No, that is the thing that winds me up the most about of all of this. Fuck that stuff about the taxes. And uh, no, that doesn't matter. £40 is $63. It is not fair to make us pay more. Anyway. Glad that to see your headache isn't stopping you from yelling. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Not, not when it comes to <laughs> destiny flavored stuff. So, what, so what were the other things that actually happened but, with Destiny? So the this other week? thing that happened was that the um, so the, the expansion pack is coming out, and that's forty quid, which is almost the price of the full game to start with. Um, and then, in addition to that, to kind of celebrate the release of the Taken King, which is coming out a year after the original game was was sent uh, was released. Um, there's going to be a collector's edition of The Taken King. So it will include the base game and uh, The Dark Below and The House of Wolves and then also The Taken King. So those are the three main expansions that have come but out. But it also contains... Well, three <laughs> exclusive emotes, mm. three exclusive armor shaders and some guns. I don't know. So now... Some people, <laughs> some people are suggesting that the internet overreacted, and I don't think we did, and I shall tell you why. Because I think the, the issue here wasn't the fact that there is these special items that are going in the collector's edition. It's the fact that it was a complete up you, up yours to everybody mm. who's already bought all this stuff. Because I have the legendary edition already, which was, um, I want to say, £80, I think. So I bought that when it first came out. I had the base game. I had DLC codes for the two expansions that were already come out. And I had like a special sparrow and a snazzy ghost or something, which you can't tell in the main game anyway. So what's the fucking point? So to say then that if you want to if you want to have everything 
everything in the game. And to be fair, I don't think that's an unreasonable thing. People want to own everything. People want to be able to buy all the expansions and, um, and all the extra stuff that they want to. Bungie just weren't letting you. They were like, well, if you want to have those three extra emotes... You can buy the entire game all over again. All over again for the... Barg- oh, for the value, air quote, value price of £80, $80. Yeah, but, but once you've seen those emotes, you'll be throwing oh money God. at the throwing screen. Throwing money at the screen. Now, I would think that some, that Luke Smith, who's the creative director and is a fellow journalist, that's where he started, that's what he's doing. And you'd in think no you'd way know quite, better than to say I that, would wouldn't you? I think so, particularly because he was quite snarky himself. But I'm not looking to villainize individual people. I... I think for me it's about the practice and it was the contempt that whether it's Bungie or Acti, I don't really care because it's them, you know, it's their game. This fact that, you know, that we would be so bowled over by three fucking emotes that we would throw 80 bucks at the screen. But also then, the the interview just got worse and then... And then DJ, uh, DJ, who's the community manager for Bungie, kind of came in quite quick, actually, and did a little bit of damage control. But he was like, oh, statement- shit, we shouldn't have said that. I'm really well, sorry. Yeah, but then he said, well, we've already sold, almost sold out collector's editions, and you're going to see them on eBay, so someone's going to want them somewhere. And I was like, no, 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 you're- that is not the point, mate. But yeah, right? the, the point is not that there's not a market for a collector's edition. No, The entire not. point is you, you're taking... Taking your fans who bought in at launch when it was content light, played through it, were patiently waiting for extra content, and have evangelized your product to the point where, like, a year later, collector's edition will sell because, like, yeah. these are the the consumers who said, "Yeah, this is a good game. It's got a lot of content in it now. You should buy it." Those yeah. are the consumers that you are saying, "Oh, we're not going to reward you. We're going to reward the people that waited a year, bought it at a discount, bought an edition that has more things that you'll never yeah. get. We'll yeah. reward the the late adopters rather than the early adopters." Yeah. And I can can see why that pissed off some people who've oh yeah particularly but, considering and- you've stuck with a game that a lot of people have been like oh that game's a bit shit like i've done <laughs> that and you've had to stick with that game in spite of that you yes. should get a reward Wait, for that so absolutely so, so was- sorry so if you've got to pay all this no. ass load of money for like three emotes what the fuck's the red bull stuff about because i haven't really been following it oh, oh that's yeah. that's a whole is this a whole that's different it. fucker it, like i said it this is a whole oh, boy. So yeah, there were several fuckups. So no. Um, so, we... so just to, just to finish off that bit. So what what Bungie did eventually, and some would say U-turn or backpedal. I still think it's a ridiculous amount of money. But if you want that extra content now that was originally exclusive to the collector's edition, um, you can now buy that for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Work out. Yeah. Twenty pounds. Six pounds. <laughs> but yeah, if you um, want three emotes, three yeah. shaders, and uh, something or other. Oh yeah, so can can I complain? <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, I, I was just gonna say, because the thing for me, I get that we want people who buy the game now to be able to level up quickly, so that people are on par with the rest of the guardians who are running through Destiny, and that yeah. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. I've got no problem with people who haven't played it yet but fancy picking it up now and getting some really good guns and some good gear so they're straight up level 30, level 31, whatever it is. I I have no issue with that 
whatsoever. It was the way that this has been done. Mm. The fact that they were keeping stuff from us so we couldn't even buy it if we wanted to. And now that we can buy it, well, it's going to cost you 20 fucking dollars. It's going to cost you more than it's probably worth. Absolutely. And and then that outrageous comment about throwing money at the screen. (laughs) And now the Red Bull thing can I moan about the Red Bull thing? Because I, I, I think this is amazingly terrible. So, <laughs> so here's, here's the fucking Red Bull thing. Um, the first the first way that we like knew for certain that the Taken King was going to be the next DLC for uh, for Destiny was because it leaked on the side. Like there were some promotional cans of Red Bull that leaked that had like, hey, enjoy the Taken King Destiny on the side of them. And we've finally seen some of those cans out in the wild properly now. And we found out what that partnership means um there are certain quests in destiny that you can only get if you buy promotional packs oh of red bull which are only available from 7-Eleven, anyway. yeah oh only available from yeah, so, if you're not american yeah. or allergic so to caffeine want... fuck you basically yeah, yeah if you want the full destiny experience you'd better get ready to have some game of fuel red bull oh right in your God. veins or oh whatever uh, what I really like, though, is, yeah, um, have you seen Techland's response to that? Um, yeah, the whole dying yeah, light thing. I think it's pretty good, but I can understand the, I can understand the people who are a bit... What, uh, about the dying light thing? About it, but, yeah, they basically said, like, yeah, basically because they're capitalising on it to just be like, hey, tweet about our game's name multiple times. But, you know, they came up with a funny idea. They Yeah, but the thing the is, PR they've started my, doing a whole... Head. They started doing a whole like campaign where you can unlock more DLC the more people do it. So it's like it's, it's not just like they've done a one-off yeah, it joke. Is, it is they've done an actual yeah. sustained campaign. And on top of that, yeah. so for, for uh, anyone that doesn't know, we should probably explain what the campaign is. Basically, you take a selfie of yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you take a selfie of yourself drinking a glass of water and tweet it out with a hashtag that's like Techland Water Drinker or whatever yeah, the hashtag is. And basically. Um, yeah, whatever it is. Um, if enough people do it, everyone, whether they take part or not, gets free DLC in the yeah. game. Yeah, I like that. Which is my favourite like thing. Though, yeah. was I was looking through it on the Twitter. Of course, so many people have photoshopped water bottles onto porn to send it to Techland. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, of course of they course would. They, have. they seem to be like just naturally attracted to these kind of things. Joe. <laughs> but it's like, well, of course. People get to Photoshop. Anything that's remotely porny, People get to Photoshop porn. I get Dying Light DLC. It's a win-win. <laughs> it is. That's true. Like, I don't care if they're taking so, yeah, the piss not out a, of this. Not a great week. Not a great week for Benji. No. You? Oh, we did have some some European news. The one terabyte uh, PS4 is official, and it's yeah. coming to Europe. When oh, Vicky's angry Europe? about this as well. Oh, uh, why are you why are you angry about this? Yeah, but just. Well, I didn't. I maybe was I having a really ragey day. I'm you were having a really ragey day when that happened. It was. It was the fact that you're kind of shafted for being day one adopters of anything these days. But on on the heels of Destiny and Bungie turning around and saying, "Oh, you've played it for a year, but fuck you, we're going to give the new stuff to the new people." It feels a bit like that. My PS4. Well, I just actually my Xbox One is worse. Absolutely jammed. And I I've got friends who love digital content and and love the idea that you can just you don't have to get up and basically it comes down to laziness whether or not you could be asked to get off your seat and change a game <laughs> but but i quite i i would much rather have physical discs personally but i get a lot of download codes uh through work so that's what i use and yeah. i, I it's frustrating that we got tied into like a 50 
It is fifty. No, it's, it's, uh, it's five hundred gigs. Which yeah, five hundred. To be gigs. fair, is a decent amount. Um, yeah, but I, it, it took less than six months for my Xbox to be full. You know? Yeah, but that's like how many games do you have on it at once and it's like are you really that upset about deleting say rise son of rome from it no see there is that element of it but then who knows maybe i found i do still think it's one of the prettiest games that they have on xbox actually i still think it's stunning to look at shit to play but if you can get (laughs) someone else to play it and you're half drunk i'm sure it's a very enjoyable experience but yeah i mean i just i just it's just another example of feeling like oh for god's sake to be fair we've waited a year yeah, but that's always the way with consoles. You know, know that, like, and they haven't, like, um, it's not like the 3DS where it was, like, two months after launch, here's a price <laughs> no, drop. That one, um, yeah, I did like, rate It's then. not yeah. that egregious. Like, this is, what, nine months or so from, oh, no, it's more than that. No, like, it's like, over a year. It's been, yeah. yeah, it's been over a year. So, you know, if, yeah, because it was ended. Yeah, it's going to be, what? It's been, rage, Laura. it's been maybe a year and a half. So, Don't deny me my rage. Okay. But this is my rage. Is, isn't it fair to think like, okay, the the whole deal with consoles is if you if you're an early adopter, you get to play that first year and a half of games when they're coming out. You probably got your money's worth out of that. The PS4 for particular, it's really like not that hard to set up an external hard drive to do it. Like I have a terabyte external USB 3.0 drive that I bought for about thirty pound plug that in the back and it works fine that is what's going to that is what i'm going to do exactly it's not that bad and like there are like but also i really want the metal gear one and it's really pretty yeah but again like you knew that was coming like anytime it's like you have like that's the decision you make it's like i can choose between a year and a half of getting to play my games console or getting it later and having a nicer looking one that's got a bigger hard drive about the same money. I am on my second one though because mine broke the day that Destiny came out, which was fun. <laughs> I was rushing over to game. Ah, I need to extend. I need to get another one but, so I could play. The Destiny. universe was trying to protect you from Destiny. I think it was, and it was not successful. And then eighteen months later, my heart is broken by Bungie. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, what what else? What else do we want to talk about? This. Oh, Joe's got a story that he, I think he's Do put I? on the topic list. Yeah, it's about... Is it the calendar one? It's about calendars. Do you want to talk about calendars? Oh, mate. Yeah. What the actual fuck? Oh, shut up, Vicky. We let you shout about Destiny. Okay, so... No! (laughs) Basically... Oh, my God! (laughs) Is that not about your post? (laughs) What, the existence of the calendars? Oh, right, okay. Fair enough. That's better. Fucking hell! <laughs> right, so basically, there, <laughs> well, don't get between like me and my men talking about gay stuff. <laughs> no, no, sorry, no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get between a man and his bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. So basically, for the last couple of years, there's been a calendar series called um, Men of Game Development, and this year they've just released the Kickstarter campaign for their third one. And it's got the gameplay designer from Bioware. It's got a whole load of other people. And basically, it got its goal in about a, well, it was a, at least a couple of days. Like it, it they, they got the, what they were asking for the day I put the post up. It's um, very long, yeah, yeah. And basically, the, front, the only image we've got from it at the moment is the gameplay designer from Bioware with his shirt unbuttoned, laying on like a, the floor or a car or something seductively holding a hot dog and it's like well with his big hairy chest yeah yeah that's there as well and it's like well swell it's got the guy it's got um boon cotter from naughty dog it's got i only remember that because because someone else pointed out the beard in the comments um 
Oh yeah, someone else oh. pointed it out. <laughs> someone else pointed it out, and I wholeheartedly agreed. Um, it's got a whole load of people in it, and it's wonderful, but there's still five months unannounced, and once I reported on it for Destructoid, um, a load of UK game developers oh, all Dan, decided Dan, they wanted to try and, and bang together. Was, yeah, Dan Pierce was saying <laughs> yeah. they wanted to be in uh, it. Well, uh, Dan Pierce, um, Sean Oxyspring, um, JX Townsend, all these loads of people. Um, Mike, we joked that there should just be a calendar with 12 months of... Dan Pierce's head photoshopped onto Mike Biffle's body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, from what I gather, there, a lot of UK people are now wanting to be in this calendar, which I'm completely okay with. Yeah, I, I would, so. I, I would buy that calendar. I'd, I'd buy it. It's not for charity or anything. That was the only thing I thought was fit. When I originally saw it, I thought, oh, that's really cool. And then, oh, oh wait, no, this is just a thing. Yeah, it's, it it's just a thing where you can buy a really sexy calendar. Well, I'm not going to get in the way of that. It's just for fan service and author appeal, so that's good enough for me. I think so. Okay, jo- and Joe, seriously, I'm really happy that you have it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> I haven't even backed it, just for the record. <laughs> I just... I saw... Like, I I didn't even know this was a thing until it turned up in the email. Like, usually I'm on this stuff like a pig in shit. But, no, this time, we I got it sent to me. I was like, right, this is my destiny. It's it's my time to shine. And so I got the gameplay designer from Bioware on the front page with his shirt off. Why so, not? So, there. Why not? That, that, like... Everyone else can shout about really important Destiny stuff or E3 stuff, and I'm just here with my calendars. Well, that's and all. Yeah. That's all you need, honestly. Yeah. L- Laura's yeah, yeah. so playing Bloodborne and not listening. I can yeah, hear. It. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> distracted by Bloodborne. I was distracted because a bag sure. of crisps that was on the floor got stepped on, and crisps went everywhere. Oh, I was okay. like, oh no, sure. crisps everywhere. That's that... not a good place to keep sure. crisps. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Chips. For our American listeners. No, this is a UK podcast. They are crisps. 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 What crisps were they, Laura? Uh, Prawn cocktail walkers. Oh, that's so British. It's unreal. Oh, I know. I know. Okay, so uh, things I want to talk about this week. Have either of you played a game that a lot of people have been talking about this week called Her Story? No, but I'm going to buy it and I never buy anything. Okay, I'm not going to spoil anything but how do i how do i sell people listening on this game um it's by the guy who wrote sam barlow who wrote silent hills shattered memories i think yeah of course you'd know he wrote a silent hills game <laughs> well i would because i'm a dog uh, but yeah so that <laughs> yeah. immediately well, that yeah it's, it's, it's an interesting game like basically yeah. the, the the game is um you play someone in a police station who's got like access to a police database they it's uh They've just gone away from like an analog filing system and just set up this computer database in the late 90s. So a lot of clips that you need for this particular case have been digitized but haven't been fully tagged. So basically you have like, here is the word murder, which is like ready in your search bar, ready to go. And you hit enter and you get a series of like clips of interviews with this woman who is a suspect in her husband's murder. And basically you watch the clips, try Try and work out what, like, the key bits of information from these clips are. Pick new keywords to try searching for. See what new clips come up. And the entire thing is just this non-linear exploration of a murder case and slowly piecing together in this sort of non-linear fashion what you think happened to this person. 
person who was killed and whether you think this woman is guilty or innocent. Is it a little overwhelming at first? Because that's the only thing that I'm... Because I hear that there's like seven gazillion videos. Um, it, and it's where to start feels a bit like, ooh, to well, me. Uh, it, it gives you a word to start with, which is murder. And like from there, you've got like, uh, let me think of some easy... Uh, examples um so when that first batch of clips you've got like the name of the person who was murdered uh the name of the person who's being interviewed you've got um information about an area that they both went you've got information about the fact that they had an argument comes up in that first set of clips so you're like okay i could maybe try searching argument i could try searching the the dead man's name i could try searching this the woman being interviewed's name um i could try searching for there are certain things that you're like well maybe search for um, weapon, search for um, alibi, victim, any of these sort of words that would be general crime words and you get most of them will have things attached to them. And generally the way I, the, the thing I really like about it is that every time you watch a batch of four or five clips, you will probably have two, three, four interesting avenues to go down from there. And it is basically just like, it's a bit overwhelming if you go in picturing like there's a whole picture that you're trying to uh, unravel but if you just go in the way i did which is i am going in to follow the threads of this that are interesting to me yeah. and find out more about those things it's not too daunting a task like i went through it just bit by bit being like right of these five clips i've just watched what was the piece of information that stuck out to me as interesting that i want to know more about let's search for that and see what clips come up and like the credits can roll at any time it is it's just a case of how much do you feel you need to see before you feel confident in making a judgment on this woman. And is there a satisfactory conclusion um, without saying what it is, well, obviously? There's no set conclusion. Like, you don't reach a point where it's like, mm -hmm. you don't reach a point where you see, like, a specific clip and it's like, oh, okay, and now, now we roll the clip that says that this is what happened, blah, 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 there you go. Like, it's, it is a series of interesting... Um, narrative twists, I guess, depending on the order in which you explore things, that basically it leaves it open to once you've found something that feels like a satisfactory conclusion, you can walk away there. It is entirely up to you. Like You can end the game when you feel you found a satisfactory conclusion and when you feel that, yes, I understand what happened. If that makes sense. Oh, no. Like yeah. Having seen all of the clips now, I was very satisfied with the narrative that was there and some of the very impressive ways that they had had clues right in front of my nose that I just didn't notice. Right. There are some very interesting things that once I found the pieces, I was like, oh my God, how did I not spot this? This is amazing. This completely flips everything on its head. But like, it's entirely down to like what you find and how deep down that rabbit hole you go. I don't know how I feel about doing an investigation I don't get to scream at the uh, the people across the table like Phelps did in L.A. Noir. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I really, really highly recommend it. Um, it has been... I am totally intrigued, yeah. actually. I just bought it. It, yeah, is, it is well worth playing. I... Yeah. I very highly recommend <laughs> it. Oh. What I find funny is, though, on the um, Steam forums for it, somebody asked, like, how do you know when it finished? And they replied with, like, well, when it's when you're satisfied. And they asked, how do I know when I'm satisfied? 
<laughs> oh, so you many look dirty deep houses. within. <laughs> oh, it's just goodness. a bit like you don't need a set ending to something to be satisfied, mate. Oh, well, maybe God. he does, but like generally humans don't. Well, fuck him then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Person yeah. whose name I actually can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, like, well, sorry, I just I'm... bought it, so. Hooray! I convinced someone that it was worth playing. Yay! So, <laughs> what what else have we got on the topic list? Oh, I have a thing that I have a bit of a personal bugbear with. Um, Project Cars Two has had a Kickstarter launched. Before all of the crowdfunded platforms for the first Project Cars have been released, oh, it's a tiny that bit. That entire changed. thing, yeah. That entire thing is such a clusterfuck because it's yeah. like they've got whole massive um, frame rate problems on AMD cards and all that sort of stuff at the moment, and they haven't fixed them. And then, by the way, here's Project Cars too. It's like fuck you. Yeah, buy our <laughs> buy our sequel before the Wii U version's out, and before we finish fixing all the stuff with the first Project Cars, just, just buy the sequel. Buy- the sequel. About, about two weeks ago, they did. There was an infographic that came out, and they talked about all the. I'm sure that was Project Cars. Now, I'm just making Probably. sure I'm not confusing out with something else. But I think it was detailing all the because this free air quotes uh, DLC that comes out with this, and they detailed it all over like the next twelve months what they were going to do. At no point did they mention. Oh, by the way, we got. We're going to have a sequel out. before any of your original Kickstarter things are made. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's that's going to be a thing. Yeah, just just a little bit cheeky, only a tad. Uh, so what do we what do we want to talk about next? Who's got something else on the topic list they fancy chatting about? Uh, well, like I'm a bit confused because I'm looking at our little list and <laughs> yeah. it's kind of missing the whole big thing that you went to last week uh, that everybody uh, spoke me! about and that yeah. we didn't do a podcast for because you were at the thing. Oh yeah, so should we talk? Should we talk a little bit about E3? Do it quickly, <laughs> like let. Let's not worry about going over everything from E3 because, oh, you know, no. we're a bit away from E3 now. But what happened at E3 that you lot found exciting? Dishonored 2! <laughs> Written by Kara Ellison with a, a female Yay! protagonist. Woo! That's pretty yeah. cool. It wasn't much of a surprise, but it was still awesome. It was, it was totally cool. a surprise. Well, it was only a surprise if you didn't, like, keep... Like, everyone was complaining before every leak. They're like, oh, it's all spoiled. It's like, it's not because leaks generally don't mean anything so yeah. if you just ignore them you'll still be surprised yeah and but i, yeah, know, but I can, I can understand how people get upset by leaks because it's like well yeah. uh, i wanted a chance at this being unspoiled i hear that some people are quite excited about a little game remake called final fantasy oh god final fantasy 7 i was in the room when that got <laughs> announced um i'm not going to lie i shed a tear I had my moment of, oh my goodness, this is my childhood returning to me. Granted, like, it's not going to be out to, like, 2017 at the earliest, let alone probably 2018, 2019, 2020. It's going to be, like, the last game to release on PS4, probably. But I'm still excited that they're doing it. Sorry, I'm just Googling something relevant. Give me a sec. Just you, apparently. Uh... I never... didn't really do Final Fantasy, so it was a bit lost on me. But I understand how important it is to many, uh, did you, many people. Did you see the thing that came out today about um, Tetsuya Nomura not knowing that he was the director of it until it got re- unveiled? 
Well, no, but that's the greatest news ever. He knew about it. He knew about it before it was unveiled, but he didn't know until the trailer had been created. Basically, the whole situation is they kept coming to, like, the development team kept coming to him and asking him for very sort of granular advice on what should we do with this design element and what should we do about this. And he thought they were just asking for his advice. And then he walked past someone's desk where they were putting together, like, the trailer that showed at E3. And his name popped up as director. And he he just walked over to the other executives and was like, apparently it's us I'm director when did that happen and they were just like oh we assumed you were directing because you, you kept telling us what to do on the game and it's like I did that because you told you asked me for advice um so it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a bad game because like that is the exact same situation that happened with um oh what was the game Smash Brothers on 3DS and Wii U um Sakurai did not know that those games were being made until Awata went up on stage and was like yep they're being made by Sakurai. <laughs> so they, they turned well, out. Well, right. that's another thing which is going to end up delaying Kingdom Hearts 3 by another bajillion years. Like, he's doing Final <laughs> Fantasy 15, he's doing Final Fantasy 7, and we are never going to see. He's probably the guy underneath that fucking near mask, for all <laughs> no, we that's, know. That's the Kojima. Best bit that about is that Kojima. When they went. I think it's Norman Reedus, to be honest. <laughs> When they went, right, we're going to talk about... Uh, we're not going to stand here talking to you. Like, here, oh, let's have no. a look at Kingdom Hearts. And then went to a trailer of someone sitting around talking about Kingdom Hearts. It was like, just fucking get on with it! Oh, God, and then they were, it, the, the trailer ended with, now in development. I'm like, when was it not in development three years ago when you showed my, us footage? My <sighs> absolute favourite thing about that was... they he was We had all of the bollocks about like Just Cause and Nier and all the shit that I don't oh. care about. And then he was like, right... We're here to talk about Kingdom Hearts. And one guy in the audience cheered. And then a trailer for a mobile game showed. I bet that one guy just felt so, like such a massive ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. But, oh, I'm so excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, that's probably... I say this every... There's always one game every... Which is like, that's going to make me buy a PS4. But it's like, I... I love Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 3 looks so good. Oh... It, it looks rather, Tangled rather great. What it's I really happen. like, though, it, what I really like, though, is that they've said, other than, like, one or two worlds, which would probably be, like, Olympus Coliseum, probably, because that's always in every um, It'll game. be Nightmare Town. Said, uh, uh, Nightmare Town's all right, but they've said, other mm-hmm. than, like, a couple of them, every world's going to be a new one. And it's like, I, I, I'm going to say it, I want a Frozen world. <gasps> I know everyone else is going to be like, oh, Frozen. But But it would be so cool. I totally understand. I totally understand. Um, I'm... uh, There's a few things from this E3 that I want to get off my chest. So, like, we mentioned um, Final Fantasy VII. Sony's press conference, they had nothing to announce for this year. Like, they've got nothing for the next nine months to show off. They somehow still managed to pull three aces out the hole. They were like, oh, The Last Guardian, (laughs) Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Shenmue Three. Which is a bloody Which then slowly started seeping shit. Uh, kind of. Well, we'll see how that pans out. But um, <laughs> yeah, like that was a very interesting room to be in. Um, they did a good job of making it seem like they had a lot when they don't have a lot. Um, Square Enix and EA and Ubisoft all had very uh, press conferences. Squares was the worst one. No, no EA EA's, was EA's was the worst when. 20 minutes so, of Pele. Yeah, nine minutes of, <laughs> talking to, nine minutes of talking to Pele for one, 
one anecdote that boiled down to, I once said football was a beautiful game. Other people started to say football was a beautiful game. That is why we now call football the beautiful game. That was a nine-minute anecdote. (laughs) When we were all writing up all the E3 news for Destructoid, I was the one who had to write about Pele. And while I was writing about Pele, I managed to miss the trailer for Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Uh which is one of, if not my most anticipated game. Oh no! Oh. I did the same. I did the same with the Bethesda one because I had to write up that bloody was it Battle Cry, Battleborn, whatever it's called, and I missed the Dishonored Two trailer because I was writing that up. It's like, uh, I I was so happy I managed to avoid writing about the sports just because Jed was after me in the order of writing about things <laughs> yeah. and he's he knows Jed about was sports. Totally down so like, for Fuck it. As you well. take the sports. Yeah. I was which, like, oh, thank you so one much. Which was that Horizon game? Unveiled oh, that was Sony. That was Sony's press conference. That's oh, the Sony. new game from the Killzone developers. The people known for making space shooters are now making, hey, here's robot dinosaurs and a Monster Hunter clone. And I'm like, oh, this looks amazing. I want this. Like, I, I didn't see it because I kind of fell asleep for the Sony conference, which is probably the worst time to do it. But <laughs> I saw it later on and it's like, holy shit, these are robot dinosaurs and it's got the girl from Heavenly Blade in it. So, okay. That's a thing. It, looks so uh, it is a thing. Yeah. So it is well, a thing. Yeah. Um, last, my last thought. Nintendo's press conference started off really great and really funny, and then just died on a whimper. Where it's like it felt like they were going to do a oh and one more thing, and then they played a cover of the Mario music done by some YouTubers, <laughs> and it's like oh, that's a really disappointing end to a show that people were yeah. already a bit sort of oh, this is unfamiliar new territory. We don't like this. So. But Star Fox. But fucking Star Fox. Okay, Star Fox. Star Fox. Star Fox. The new Star Fox. I've played it for a decent amount of time. Um, it is amazing, but the first 15 minutes or so was like trying to pat my head and rub my stomach. It was... That's uh, great to describe it. Yeah, it was... Uh, uh, I love Star Fox. Like, like I know, I know I'm very critical of Nintendo, but I fucking love Star Fox, so... Yeah, oh, I, I really that. like the new Zelda, the... Uh, the Triforce Heroes. It was a lot of fun to play, and I will enjoy it a lot so long as I can have a couple of other people in the room to play it with. As playing that without voice chat over online is going to be irritating, to say the least. The more games that don't have online voice chat, the better, as far as I'm concerned. We are so different. I just like that's why I like Hearthstone so much. Is like, I don't have to hear people yell at me. It's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, but when you're trying to do a team-based game, it can be helpful to tell people what you need them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know what? Now might be a good time to take a break for. Dash out jingles. Dad jokes. jingles. It's time for some dad jokes. And this time, I have enlisted the help of Twitter to do dad jokes. Thank you, Twitter. You. Bastards! Uh, Twitter. Twitter is great for this kind of thing. So, are we? Re- are you guys ready for some terrible cheesy jokes that the internet uh, provided yeah. me? Right. Let me find the beginning of my list so I don't miss any. Okay. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl when it goes to the bathroom? I don't know. I don't know. Because the P is silent. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> 
Are you what? not a mute? Oh! Oh my god, Joe didn't get oh. it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so Joe, oh. here, how this joke works is there's a silent letter P at the beginning of pterodactyl, <laughs> I, 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 but also I, I, I it's a thing up. that happens in the bathroom and it happens silently. Um, I, I've never... I've caught up. I can't okay, spell. Okay. What cheese would you use to hide a horse? Uh, oh, I know what's coming. I know this one. Don't ruin it, Joe. Uh, oh, I don't no. know. Vicky, run. Masca pony. <laughs> uh, I just every time there's like every after every joke there's a slight pause and then Vicky starts laughing. I. Every time I slowly lose faith in the world when that happens. This this one feels a bit mean. Um, What do you call a dog with no legs? Stay. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you call him, he's not going to come. (laughs) Oh, 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 it's horrible. (laughs) That's funny. It's good. Uh, I'm skipping past some of these. Some of these are like too low even for my standards. Um, you have standards? Wait, I was just about to say, you have standards. Okay, so I, uh, my fiance Tilly has just sent me the punchline to one, and I remember this joke, and I am trying to make sure I get this joke right. So here we go. Um, pardon? Do you want to come over and tell it? Come, no, come, Tilly! Called... Tilly! Tilly! Tilly, come tell a terrible dad joke. You can't disappoint us now. Okay, she's coming over to tell her joke because she remembers the setup properly. I know roughly the setup. Okay, so um, there's a man and his wife and they're walking around Moscow and um, it starts to precipitate. And so they argue and the man says to her, it's rain. And the wife goes, no, it's not, it's snow. So they walk around and they bicker for a bit and then they come across a communist guard and... um, they, the man says to the guard, hi, Rudolph, can you settle something for us? Uh, um, is it raining or is it snowing? And without even looking up, the guard goes, it's rain. And he like walks off. So the man turns to his wife and goes, see, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Oh. Oh. Rudolph the red-nosed <laughs> reindeer. Dear. Dear. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh my god, I love that joke so I love much. it! Uh, uh. I mean, Tilly's got problems now because she's going to have to beat that next time, but I approve! Um, can we just have Tilly? <laughs> what, just... Just, just can we just yeah. place me on the podcast, maybe with better jokes? Yeah. No, no, these are my jokes. Tilly only gets to tell the ones that I can't remember the punchline to. Actually, if... <laughs> think of any other terrible jokes like that please do remind me and come tell them okay okay she's gonna come tell but tell us more if she remembers more um uh, some of these are really bad um what is tell one of the really bad ones what what is the difference between a horse and a duck i don't know what's the difference between a horse and a duck one goes one goes quick the other goes quack You I found that funny. See, I didn't like that one. Did you I didn't not? like that at all. Um, I just find it silly. Oh, God. Um, okay, what else do we have? Uh, just a sec. Okay, okay, here we have one. A woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. Well, it sounds 
Great. The judge asks, first offender? She says, no, first a Gibson, then offender. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, Joe's silent. We I, broke Joe. I went to the job centre asking for a furniture removal job. They told me to take a seat. Um, oh, offender's take a type a seat. of guitar. Yeah. Yes. Did you... Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm not very clever. Have I got any more, or is that the end? Um, I think that's the end of Jajar Jingle. Jajar This was a rather a decent week. Were you not I too actually upset by it this week? I, I actually laughed at one, so good job, Tilly. Right. Oh, uh, Tilly, you get all the credit for Joe laughing at a joke this week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tilly wins. Um, so what else do we want to talk about this week? Was there anything else from E3 we wanted to get out of the way that we particularly wanted to talk about? Uh, we could talk about backwards compatibility, which isn't really backwards compatibility, but kind of is, but isn't. It's it's case-by-case case backwards compatibility. It's the same thing that happened with the uh, the Xbox original and the Xbox 360, where it's like, yeah. it's kind of backwards compatible title by title over time. It's not, though, because I've got 400 discs sat in my other room as free... 60 games yeah i know that's ridiculous amount of of games to have um so backwards compatibility would be able to pick those up and put them in and have them work immediately yes here's the thing it's not um entire like software based um no it's it's emulating basically yes it is basically they have an emulator that it's essentially a 360 emulator within the xbox one and the biggest issue is just that like all emulators is it is iffy whether it works it doesn't work perfectly for every game and rather than being like okay some games will be buggy and problematic they're like no one by one we will tweak the emulator to make sure that this game will run on it then we'll release the game so it's a sensible solution um to a problem that like it's better than no backwards compatibility and we're never going to have backwards compatibility on ps4 just because of the cell processor it's never going to happen but i am happy that it exists I'm happy that now I can play Banjo Kazooie and Mass Effect <laughs> on my Xbox One, so that's nice. Yeah, I only and, have Mass Effect One and Super Meat Boy. Yeah, on that list, and I'm so bad at. Oh, I just want to. I'm yeah. not very good at Super Meat Boy. So far, my main takeaway is just that, like, it, I think it's really nice that um, if you had them digitally, they're literally just like they pop up in your Xbox One library. Yeah, library which has happened straight yeah. away. Yeah, which is yeah. really nice functionality. Um, obviously, I wish there was more titles supported, and it's all going to come down to how many titles do they support in total, and over what time frame do they start supporting them? That's yeah. the big question. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a thing we but had. That was um, that was one of the first things they said, and I did go. <gasps> I was very excited. It, it was very much a move of like we know that Sony cannot do this, even if we can yeah. only do it for a few games. That is a point we have ahead of Sony yeah. right now. Yeah. Because Microsoft did really well at E3 this year in terms of, like, they had a very strong showing and they were able to gain some ground of, hey, we're pretty great. We have stuff to play over the next nine months. Does PS4? No, fuck it. Buy our console. (laughs) I did really like the new controller they showed. The new Yeah, but that price, man. Yeah, I remember I was seeing... um, like, there was a few people saying they should be able to do something with like able gamers or something to make it cheaper for people who actually need it. Yeah. Because like having oh, remastered controls idea. and that sort of mm-hmm. thing 
is a huge thing, but yeah. it's, they've priced it well out of range for people who actually need it, which is kind of bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know there are certain charities like Special Effect that are already looking at, right, what things here are going to be helpful for gamers with what kind of disabilities yeah. and is this something we should start funding for people who need it? So uh, yeah. Special Effect are really good at doing that, but yeah, it is yeah. prohibitively expensive yeah. for some really useful features. Yeah, I've gone through stuff with Special Effect before, and they've always been really good. So, I think with the Elite controller... Oh, yeah. Special Effect. Can... Yeah. Special, yeah, special they Effect. They help me out with the 3DS. Really <laughs> yeah. They are a pretty great uh, pretty great charity. Go go support Special Effect. Yay! Yeah, Yay. give them money. They're, they're a good charity. I should do... An, I did a charity live stream for them, like, two years ago. I need to do another one. I think I raised about £350. Woo, charity! Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, by the end of it, I wanted to cry. Never do a charity live stream for 24 hours. It's not pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I know. <laughs> what? I've done three of them, and each time I've wanted to die at the end. So. Yeah. There's a point at about, like, I started each time, like, um, about nine in the morning. There's a point at about 3 a.m. that I wanted to die. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, no. It's fine once the sun came up again, but... It's just like, can, can I just lie down and play a game that I can lie down to play? Can I put on a VR headset and lie down and play something, please? Yeah, it's always the graveyard out. Like, I remember I did one, and I don't remember it, but I think apparently I played like half of Tomb Raider Anniversary, and I don't remember even touching <laughs> I, that game at all, I love all, the ever. fact that you don't remember it. That is not good. No. It, it's not good. But like, well there's done. footage of me playing it, but I don't but remember don't a single second. <laughs> no. This footage lies. Like, and I did play all of Outlast at three o'clock in the morning, which was fun. How how did you find that at three in the morning? I like Outlast. I remember playing Outlast, and it was good. But it's not yeah, bad. It's slightly scarring at three o'clock in the morning when you've been yeah. awake for that, eighteen hours. It's not exactly. slightly. It's proper. That's a scary game. That's a scary game. I've replayed it afterwards, and it's not as bad. But you'd already played it once, so that's something. But yeah, playing it for the first time in the middle of the day in the sunshine—that was still like, oh, that's that's this is a scary game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The DLC was crap, though. I never played the DLC. What was Uh, what was crap about it, it? Oh god! So basically, you know the bit. I don't really want to spoil I, it, but the I think bit I know in Outlast, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with with the with the thing, the bit they with the thing, to, yes, <laughs> yeah, the the bit with a certain person. Basically, they tried to one up that in the DLC by doing it to a different thing, and yeah. it just doesn't work at it was all. Something that had already been done. It's like uh, the it, well, it had already been done, but it, just a little yeah. bit higher up in the original game. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's just like, this isn't scary, this isn't fun, the level design is way worse than the original game, and just, no, whistleblower, just stop. So, But the original game was really good. Oh, uh, really? That's disappointing, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just, you don't need to bother with the DLC. Yeah. Is there anything else on the topic list we want to talk about, or are we about ready to wrap up for this week? Uh, we did, talk about right, Destiny like, anymore. Yeah. make Joe's head explode. <laughs> I'm not going to let you talk about <laughs> Destiny anymore. You, this, was your, this was your Destiny week. 
ever. Oh. I don't want to. What, what, Joe? Did you play Mirror's Edge? Yes, I did. Is it good? Yes, it is. Tell me about Mirror's Edge, please, because uh, okay. no one's telling me so, anything. Mirror's Edge Catalyst. <laughs> it is Mirror's Edge. It is the same Mirror's Edge that we've played before, and that is a good thing. It is like, did you it, like Does Mirror's it control Edge? the same? Um, it controls very, very similarly. Um, Excellent. Yes. It, it feels... It just feels like a new Mirror's Edge. That is my only real takeaway I had from it, and I know that that's not much to go on, but it's like, this feels like another Mirror's Edge, and that's good. Is the combat as fluid as they're making it out to be? It's pretty fluid. Also, no guns. Guns don't exist I'm, as a combat option. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah, cause I like that, yeah. The thing that's always worried me about Catalyst is everything they've been, like, bigging up. Like, there's no guns, and it's open world. It's like, that's great, but you still haven't quite proved that you know what made Mirror's Edge good yet. So <laughs> if them, if you're saying it controls the same as the first game, I'm like, okay, yeah. It is pretty I'm much just more again. of the, the first Mirror's Edge in all the ways that that is a good statement. Was there any inklings at all of multiplayer? I didn't see anything that hinted at multiplayer. Uh, take that for what you will. I didn't see anything that suggested multiplayer. Excellent. Which is exactly what I want. I just want like another five, six hour long single player experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I will They be could fuck it up so badly, but the more I hear of it, the more I'm like, oh my god, this is actually going to be good. You sound so but, excited. Yeah. Hooray! I, oh, Mirror's Edge is one of my favourite games. Oh, so. speaking of favourite <laughs> games, you know what I'm upset did not appear at uh, at E3? Was it a Kinect game, Laura? There were no Kinect games. No, it wasn't a Kinect game. <laughs> it was a Ubisoft a title. My, uh, my favourite game ever, actually, is a game what called your... Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, I did know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was very upset that that did not get a sequel announced. You're right, actually. Yeah. And you know why that? Why I was upset by it? Why? Not because it didn't happen, but because the ending of Ubisoft's press conference made it feel like they were about to announce it. Like they go through, they're like, "Oh well, a lot of what we've been doing here is talking about new IP and new things and everything that's new about Ubisoft." However, sometimes it's nice to go back to series that, you know, we haven't looked at in a while and do something completely new with them and to bring back all these series that we know there's a huge fan demand for. Therefore, we've got one last surprise for you. And I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be Beyond Good and Evil 2. It's, it's like the, the trailer when it went missing was the same year as The Last Guardian. So it's like, it's not impossible. It could happen. And fucking it was hey here's a game from one of our shooter series it's a rainbow six game get the drug cartel there's cocaine on the map and i was like (laughs) fuck off yeah seriously i just there there are a few games that i'm really really shocked weren't announced i I thought we'd see a watchdogs 2 i thought we'd see a shadow of mordor 2 Watch Dogs um, 2 will be next year, as will Shadow of Mordor 2. I have no yeah, doubt in I'm that. I'm just surprised it didn't happen this year. Uh, I, I'm i not surprised. I heard some stuff before E3 and was like, yeah, we're, we're going to have... Some of these things are going to take a break because of fatigue. There's been some Ubisoft fatigue, it seems. It extends as far as uh, Shadow of Mordor because a lot of similarities exist between that and the Ubisoft titles. It seems that Ubisoft fatigue is a thing and 
some stuff has been held back a bit. Well, I like to think oh. that that's at least they're aware of it. And yeah, are, yeah, I guess. And are looking to address it rather than not address it and just keep on yeah keep assassin's on, keep keep syndicates on. A thing. yeah 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 just keep on keep, keeping on <laughs> yeah it. that's that's never gonna stop but you know uh, oh yeah um did you it i'm i'm surprised at how bloody casually they announced it telltale's new walking dead series the one based on michonne yes oh that's not a telltale one based on the show the new series there's it's a new one being done by what's the company Techland or someone? I thought it was Telltale. No, no, the the Michonne one's Telltale. Yeah. Techland's doing their own Walking Dead FPS thing. Wait, there's another. Is this? Yeah. Is, yeah. This, is yeah. this the thing that they talked about months ago? Where it's like, hey, there's going to be basically another 400 no. days of summer thing. Oh yeah, they mentioned there was going to be another 400 days, and then in the pre-event for the. Uh, Microsoft conference they had Telltale and um, one of the people from the comics on to talk yeah. about it and oh, they're like by the way our new series is about said... Michonne yeah they just said it's a thing and then everyone oh. just went oh okay and moved on it's like hang on this is a new fucking <laughs> Walking Dead and you're ignoring Excuse it me. So they're basically Come back. Just season 3 of the Walking Dead Telltale game well, is coming it's a. It's not a full. Se- I think it's like three parts as opposed to five. But so are you yeah, sure that's not um, just the five hundred days thing? No, I don't think so. Well, no. Well, it, it's a new. Sh- it's a new sh- shorter thing. But this is the first we've heard confirmed. It's about Michonne, which is cool. Hang on, I've got. Who is an name. awesome character though? Yeah. Wait, are you, are you saying Michelle or the show? Mm. Michonne. No, Michonne. Oh, Michonne. I thought you <laughs> kept saying... The one saying... with the zombies on the chains. Yes. Sorry, I thought you kept saying God. it's yeah a new game about the show. So I was like, no. oh, it's a new game about the Walking Michonne. Dead show. Nah, Michonne. No. Okay, can God you see why Zora. I was confused for a minute? Yeah, it's like, like oh, look, Joe, he's getting a bit confused. Listen to him. <laughs> he's not saying it right. <laughs> Blair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't control me, bro, You bro, can't control uh, me, bro, mate. Okay, so with that, we're it's all about the Walking up. Dead, ain't it? So we're gonna we're gonna look we're gonna wrap up now. <laughs> End of the episode. Thank you very much Done. for listening, everyone. Joe, where can people find you on the internet? Oh boy, you can find me on Destructoid in the morning doing news. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Parlock, all one word. You can find me on IndieHaven.com, and you can find me at Patreon.com/Parlock if you want to give me money, which you totally should. Woo! Yeah. And what about you, Vicky? Where can we find you? I think Joe may have won the... Uh, I can't even fucking say it. The, um, self-promotion. <laughs> that's the one, yeah. Self-promotion bit. Uh, hi, I'm Vix. You can find me all over the internet because I go everywhere. Uh, best place to find me is on Twitter, which is underscore V-I-X-X. But I'm a Destructoid, Monday to Friday, uh, writing news, usually in the UK hours. I also write on IGN, a news writer there, and I have my own labour of love, GGSK and silenthillheaven.com I can say that now because I'm trying to relaunch it it's still kind of down at the moment but we're trying to get, get it back online it's it's returning it shall exist Yay! once more it's like Vicky 14 years everywhere. old this year it's 14 years old that website oh baby and it's, it's older than my child really <laughs> It is your firstborn child. It is my firstborn. It <laughs> feels like it a lot of the time as well. But yeah, this is where I feel sad 
that my website's only what three years old maybe That's coming up on, going, though. coming up on three years old i think so yay Woo! yay yeah i thought the bloody you you you've gone i'm left I've, I've i've gone yeah you yeah you went from your site hey for hey, destruction hey, it's still my site i created it i still pay some of the bills i do the podcast editing every week do you want to take on the podcast editing do you want to do that no no no, no, no it's fine i pay fuck it's all as well site. so i created it it's my baby i put i put years into creating that thing it is mine and you can't take it away from I've me i put months anyway <laughs> Um, you can find me at Laura K Buzz on pretty much everything. So Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Patreon, iTunes, YouTube, everything like that. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll have another episode for you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.